A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to a brand new spin-off podcast from the people that brought you Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Uh, Fembrane. Hello, Rich Wilson here with the brand new podcast Insane in the Fembrane, where we talk to strong, powerful women. Um, it launches June 2020, but before we begin, here's another chance to catch up with some of the other strong, powerful women that have appeared on Insane in the Membrane. Now, this first episode went out on the 7th of March, 2019, and it was a fascinating chat uh, with the stage show Magic Mike's fantastic Samantha Baines. And I caught up with her at Comedy Central. Yes, thanks for coming down, mate. That's really right. appreciate that. That's nice. Every time I think, I think Samantha Baines, I think of us crossing paths in Edinburgh, yeah. running around like loons. But, but you're uh, an actor, poet, comedian, yeah. Got it all going on, mate. All them things. Yeah. Writer, presenter. Writer, everything. Multi-hyphenate is what Emma Gannon would say. She wrote a book about it. it. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Ah, not, not a lady who does too many things. <laughs> Multi-hyphenate. Just a busy bird. You can't yeah. <laughs> Fingers in <Yeah>. pies. <laughs> so you've got it all going on, and now you're currently in uh, Magic Mike Live. Yeah. How's that going? It's all right. It's, all right. it's a funny ten. job. Yeah. So I'm um, the only, I'm the comedian. Right. And um, I work with 13 professional male dancers. Wow. Who get topless. Yeah. How's that? How's that testosterone fueled environment? (laughs) Well, a lot of them are vegan, so it's actually quite a smelly environment. Because you'll know that if you eat a lot of vegetables, (laughs) they have to come out the other end. (laughs) So lots of women say to me, oh my God, you have the best job ever. And I'm like, when you've spent months in an enclosed environment with the 13 vegans, you wouldn't say the same. Yeah, that's going to put you off, isn't it? Are you a vegan as well? No. 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 I fully eat meat. Yes, mate. <laughs> Not a euphemism. <laughs> also a yeah. euphemism. <laughs> Keep it like meat, blimey. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, I mean, I know people, I mean, there's a, someone we know, Eddie Brimson, who's been a vegan for 25 years. And when he was doing it, it was just called Eddie Brimson. I don't think there are many other people doing it. But So that must be, what's it like working with so many men? Is it quite, is it quite, masculine and manly and do you know what I mean? Or is it, it can be. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've learned a lot about men. I mean, I was married to a man for a while. Yeah. Not anymore. But um, I feel like I've learned more about men doing Magic yeah. Mike than being married to one. Yeah, right. Because there's obviously, when they all get together, they're all quite young as well. They're all under 30. Okay. 
So when they get, and they're dancers and they're, you know, yeah. very physically healthy. So when they get together, there's a lot of kind of like banter and shouting and right. out handstanding each other. <laughs> they do this like handstand press-up thing. That's what they're all obsessed with. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. Until no, I've I did seen magic pictures mic. of it. I've not done it yeah. myself. So they, and they all have amazing bodies. But actually, getting to know them all individually, you know, they all... They're actually all lovely guys in the show, but they all have insecurities and, of course, yeah. you know, um, even though you'd think that they're in peak physical yeah. condition, you know, they do still worry about the way that they look and they all are right. very careful with what they eat yeah. and um, about being healthy and keeping up their appearances and also being great dancers because yeah. they've all trained for like, you know, 10 years and... For them, this is an amazing dance show, of and there course, aren't yeah. that many of them out there. I do one dance, but I am not a dancer. <laughs> You're not trained, uh, no? <laughs> I did not train. I just shimmy around the stage for a while on sequence. Um, but uh, I have to say, it feels less macho than the comedy circuit. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you'd assume it might be more macho. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's more. There's more abs. I would say, imagine oh, God, yeah, than the comedy yeah, circuit. Some of our colleagues, <laughs> myself included. I don't think. I don't think I've ever seen male an and ab. female. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen an ab. I think the only abs I have seen are on are on the ladies. Yeah, but that, and yeah. Joel Domit's got some Joel good Dom, abs. Yeah, ridiculous. We've all seen his penis as well. <laughs> yeah, have you seen? You've seen the video. No. Did you not see it? I. It was someone else was showing me. It was that. He got catfished or something, and they'd videoed it, and you get to see get to see him in full flow with his face in it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That is. Uh, and my girlfriend. One oh one. Don't put your face in it. <laughs> I've had the I had the email that said it said oh we've we've been we've looked at we've hacked your laptop and we've been looking at what you were looking at, and we've got video of you pleasuring yourself, and if you don't. Give us this much money. We're going to send this video to the to his contact, and I'm like, well, you're not going to see it. Like, you're just going to see my shoulders, really, just, just doing that. <laughs> Jogging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got to send it. Do what you got to do. Um, so did you reply yeah. and say send it? I said send it. Yeah, well, I've got nothing to hide. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I know it. what I look at, so I'm like, yeah, go on and send it, and then nothing <laughs> happened. So yeah, so if you do get, if anyone gets that video. Uh, that that email, it. it's a load of old bollocks. It, it, I've, yeah. I've got loads. I went to my spam folder to find something that somebody sent me yeah. and uh, just saw all these things, uh, yeah, the same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. caught you, you filthy bastard, all that kind of stuff. That's it, yeah. Send me bitcoins and things. Yes, it. We didn't now send a bitcoin. I no. I get messages from men who say that they want to have a lovely relationship with me, but they live in a different country, so yeah, can right. I fly them over? I get those sorts of spam messages. But um, I wonder if that's, I wonder if they just target men. <coughs> probably. The, Maybe they probably think married men hiding things. It's always married men, isn't it? Hiding things. I don't know about married women hiding oh, that we sort of hide thing. stuff. Yeah, getting up to no good. Yeah, so this is we the, can be good at lying. <laughs> so this is what this is why like, we're having these conversations. In the last couple of years, I I know I've certainly um, done a lot of realised a lot of stuff um, about myself and about about men's behaviour. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's made me realise a lot 
you don't because I, I, I'll give an example. I've said this before. Like seeing, I now noticed a way a lot of men look at women on the underground and public transport, and it's not just like a quick sort of. Oh, she's nice. It's like a proper stare. Mm. And I didn't realise all that sort of thing went on. I kind of was in my male world of. I knew it was happening somewhere, but I never noticed it in front of me. And now it's always is that. White male privilege. Yeah, problem. man. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. What's your experience of that sort of thing? You ever had, I mean, you're talking about men emailing you out of the blue. Yeah, I mean, like I think what's great about stuff that's happened recently yeah. is that, you know, astute men like yourself <laughs> are starting to realise all this stuff and yeah. talk about it, which is great because it's not, you know, all these movements and Me Too is obviously about female solidarity and, and coming together and supporting each other, speaking up about things. But it's not just for women. Like, no. you know, obviously men can be involved in supporting the movement as well and, yeah. and talking openly about all of that sort of stuff that they've experienced or, or standing up for women who've experienced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think growing up as a, a woman, you just get so used to being treated differently for being yeah, a woman um, whether we're, whether it's people um, shouting at you in the street yeah um, even the cheer up love or smile or yeah. um, and then right up to the you know people shouting, shouting slut or yeah. wolf whistling or um, just shouting dirty stuff outside Course, of yeah. outside of a, a window of a van or whatever as they drive past and and also, I think it's interesting because as a young woman, when you're kind of brought up, you're you're almost conditioned by society like not to wear a short skirt because that might yeah you're sort of that, told yeah, yeah. She was because that might it. attract attention. Yeah. Or so so then it's you know coming into your life of the things that you can and can't do. You know mm. you think oh I I like this skirt I want to wear it yeah. and it's summer and I won't be cold. <laughs> um, but you think oh actually if I have to walk home alone in this short skirt then it might attract unwanted attention. And obviously things are getting better. But I definitely remember growing up and and thinking about what I would wear on a night out because I might have mm. to walk home by myself. And you know, even in the in the comedy industry, doing stand up, mm. um, I've been treated mm, not very nicely. Yeah, right. I've I've been told that there's no room in the car and a car share, so I'll have to sit on someone's lap. What? And I I was um, I was even bent over by one MC, and he like pretended to no have sex with me from behind, and all the other male white male comedians laugh yeah, yeah. and I've, I've been told that I only won a competition because I had big boobs and wow. been told I was too, I have to be careful because I'm too sexy to do comedy what? by a promoter. <laughs> also, reader, I am not that sexy. <laughs> That's not why I say what. <laughs> Google <just> me <laughs> and I mean I'm, I'm quite a sexy lady, I'm doing magic mics <laughs> but like, you know, I'm, uh, I was talking to someone on a dating app and they and I said you know I'm really sorry I'm not really feeling it I'm, I'm don't want to meet up mm. in the most polite way I could instead of ghosting them and just ignoring them <laughs> and he just replied and said you're a slut and now I'm just like 
and I just delete and block. Right, yeah. But, yeah. Any sense, does it? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, I don't want to come and see you. I'm not coming out. Wow, dare you? Um, yeah. It's like, so yes, loose. because I'm very busy having sex with other people. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I can't, can't fit see you in, mate. And, uh, and even if I was, that wouldn't make me a slut. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think if I, if obviously if that happened to me when I was younger, mm. um, that would have really bothered me. Yeah. Whereas, also, I think with stand-up comedy and hecklers, and yeah. you have to get a bit of a thick skin. It does toughen you up in a our bit, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I, do, uh, what I think, what is funny about being a woman is you're reminded that you're a woman so regularly. Yeah. This do is you a, have that as a man? No, of course not. I just get to barrel around doing what I want. <laughs> and also, sometimes people just draw a te- You know, I've been introduced on stage, and they've just said, like, she's a woman, like, as part of the list of things. And I was like, well, they're yeah. probably going to... You don't they'll need to tell that, them that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, when it. they see me, they'll know. Like, um, But I think it's in a... It comes from a place of good intention. Yeah, of definitely. Maybe an MC being like, "I want you yeah. to support them because I support them," yeah. but kind of sometimes drawing attention to it then makes it more makes of it an issue. Yeah, I know. Yeah, which is why the thing I feel like on a daily basis I'm reminded that I'm a woman. Yeah. Not just a person. No. I, but I think what is so interesting about everyone talking more about like gender and and gender fluidity and yeah. me too and everything is that we still have so many stereotypes yes. of gender and we still expect different things from men and women, even through all these movements. You yeah. know, even they're like, you know, boys don't cry. Like, it's becoming more socially acceptable to talk about crying as a man. But is, I don't yeah. know, like, would you talk about that on stage? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, I know I would. Yeah. Um, I know people that, I know people that, outside of what we do maybe because we what we do we're a bit more open to yeah. things the people that are outside of what, what we do very very macho and very if you try and talk to them about anything other than you know the basic boy stuff mm. they, they all shut up shop and they're all like and they might go yeah well you cried a bit but that's when Chelsea won the league no that's some yeah, shit yeah. like that <laughs> they very rarely but then I know a lot of men as well that are very open and are very you know, I know a couple of people that get to a point and go, are you crying again? <laughs> what are you crying for now? Because <laughs> it goes right the other way. But like you, like you say, it, it's more fluid than people are, you know, yeah. than you know, people are making out. So. And also mental health, you know, in men. I think there's some interesting things with, you know, obviously I'm a woman and I've had a hard time f- for being a woman. But then also there are some things that are easier being a woman, like crying in public people wouldn't think I'm weird they'd be like oh women cry all the time Um, that's okay and I can blame it on my period and if other people blame it on my period I'll be annoyed but I can blame it on my period and that's fine Um, but with things like you know like mental health I feel like women talk to other women more about our mental health and how we're feeling and you know I suffer from anxiety and I'm quite like open about that but I think definitely guys that I've known you know in my social life have found it quite difficult when they're suffering with mental health to be more open about it. Oh definitely it's only till recently now everybody's saying that you know mentioning the word anxiety that I realise I'm like oh shit yeah that's what that is. I just like <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, that's me. Why? That's why I'm panicking about going up the shops. Yeah, I'm anxious. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's a very new thing, you know, to talk about it. But again, I'm happy to do so. 
I don't feel I don't feel any less of a man for doing so. And it's uh, but it's funny with like you mentioned periods. Yeah. Because Jade, you know, you know Jade by Missy yeah. is, is brilliant. But when she has her period, she becomes a different person. It's not just like oh, a bit of a bellyache. It's like she. I see the shutters come down, and she becomes somebody else. Mm. And it and it's difficult because I always say to her, "Look, I know it's coming. I know exactly when it's coming because it's going to be all to be war." <laughs> but even having that conversation, it's like, well, it's none of your business because you're a bloke, and now I have to do it. I'm like, yeah, but I'm trying to help the whole situation. Do you know what I mean? Because it's so yeah. extreme. Is you know having that conversation is difficult as a man. I, but I think I think it's good. I think more men need to know more about periods. Like yeah. there was a boy on TV in America who said about his girlfriend, like, why doesn't she just hold it in? <laughs> and like the idea that even one boy in and he was like eighteen, right? Yeah, so right. That just one boy thinks that we can hold our period in is <laughs> like so upsetting. Like the education wow. around that needs to be so exactly much better. That. Yeah, yeah. And I do stand up about periods and tampons right. because for so long people said female comedians only talk about their vaginas, and so now that is pretty much all I talk about because I was like, well, <laughs> they told me that that's all we're meant to talk so that's about. What I'm I took it as a direction. Um, but, you know, like, men in the audience laugh and come up to me after and are like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. And, you know, yeah, right. I think I think it's great if you guys can have a conversation yeah. about periods and just understand them a bit more. Because, yeah, yeah they do affect women in different ways. Um, but if you can be kind of understanding yeah. that, you know when I have my period it feels like a little man is hanging off my ovaries yeah. and just dragging them down into the ground and I feel yeah, yeah. Definitely in, a man. in pain yeah, yeah. It's a little man. of course, it of course is. it's the patriarchy <laughs> pulling on my ovaries and making them bleed um, and it's not pleasant no of course not and that's that and it's and I get I understand all that and I get that but it, and there isn't is when it, when you're in the middle of it all there's no, you can't say, listen, we were all right yesterday and now we're at each other and we're fighting and I know why. And it, but you can't even say that. Like, no. It's like, like, how dare you say that? You're like, okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to sit over here then, out of the way. But it's like anything, like if you had the flu, mm. man, flu or otherwise, <laughs> and and she was like, oh, you're being really annoying because you're ill. Yeah. You'd be annoyed because you'd be like, you it's would. not because I'm ill, it's because yeah. you're, you've done something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's anything that you can blame on the other person. Yeah, it does make me it? laugh. It does make me laugh when I've seen men, men are embarrassed to buy tampons. Yes. And you're like, mate, no one's going to think that they're yours. <laughs> what? You just buy them. And pregnancy tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything like I that. I was talking about this with a friend the other day and saying that I now order my tampons online yeah. and condoms and stuff like that and pregnancy tests just so that the poor male cashier <laughs> in boots or whatever yeah. doesn't look so uncomfortable. Because I'm like, it's not uncomfortable for me. Like I no. talk about menstruating on stage. I even talk about Sally Ride, who is the first American woman in space. Um, they sent her into space with 100 tampons and they asked if that would be enough for seven days. She was in space for seven days. <laughs> and we don't even know if she was on her period, but they asked her if 100 <laughs> tampons would be enough. Just going to have one a day. It might be because yeah. of the pressure being out of the Earth's atmosphere. No, 100 tampons for seven days. Yeah, yeah. That's like... <laughs> 
that you'd a be lot dead. That's a lot death. of blood. Um, but yeah, I mean, if anyone's listening, and that's too many, just to be clear, <laughs> don't buy that many. Um, but you know, so I'm fully happy with all of that. But oh my gosh, some male cashiers, old and young, just look so uncomfortable. Yeah, right. If I come to a till with a, a packet of tampons and some, you know, period pads, it's or mental. even a pregnancy test. Yeah, right. And, <laughs> but it's, sometimes it's women as well. You know, if yeah. you go with a pregnancy test, they sort of look. Maybe see if you've got a ring on your finger. Oh, right. And judge, you know. Yeah, of course. I love to think I see them, again, because of my privilege. I'm blissfully unaware of all that. It's just, you know, if I was to turn up with a pregnancy test kit, you know, I'm sure they'd just go, okay. Or, like, or condoms. Condoms was the thing. I know people were terrified of buying them. Yeah. And I was, I was just like, well, no, I need them. Yeah. Otherwise, something's going to happen. So, but, it but, is, you know. but it is also like, Look, I'm getting laid, isn't it? When you're buying condoms. I don't know. I, like, oh, I, know, I need <laughs> them because I have a busy sex life. You're getting bin bags. Well, but that's what I was going to say. Do you have a similar thing with condom sizes that um, maybe we have with... What? Showing period? off sort of thing, like, do you mean? Or yeah, like, if you were buying yeah. extra small condoms, <laughs> would you feel embarrassed? Uh, well, I never had to buy that time. <laughs> no, um, never occurred to me. Honestly, I'm, I mean, like I've said this before, I've not lived a perfect life, you know, I've fucked up, but mm. when it comes to things like that, I think because my parents were pretty cool at ex explaining things and, and you know, teaching, teaching stuff, it was never really a problem. So, yeah, I never really thought about it. it was like, Your parents taught you about size of Yeah, size but of it, was about, like, it wasn't a problem to buy condoms. It was always like, you, know, you have to buy them. And, you know, but anyway, we never talked about sizes. I <laughs> found that out myself. <laughs> but, but do you, is it, you know, from a, for, as a man, do you feel like there's a pressure to have a big penis when that you're makes younger, you yeah. more manly? Oh, definitely, when you're younger. I remember being... Being in school and the, getting changed after the gym, and everyone would, everyone was taking the piss. It was all boys' school. Mm. Everyone taking the piss out of each other's willies, and yeah, I know. And I, someone was one of the one of the other kids was talking about one of the teachers that we all liked, and I, I got a little bit aroused, <laughs> and that was it. My nickname was from then on called Eric because of erection. Oh. Yeah. So there's there was that pressure when you're younger to have a you have to have a big penis, but as you get older. You start to realise the more conversations you have with people. Yeah, you go, no, it that's what that's you do with fine. it. Yeah, it's all fine. Chill out, man. As long as you're not a twat behind it, I think that's it. What about your penis, producer Paul? <laughs> yeah. Ever had any? I remember boarding school. Well, I was at boarding school. So oh my god, you've had it even worse. Did you do the thing where you all come on a biscuit? Uh, it was done in the school, but I uh, wasn't involved in it. But I, it, it really is a genuine thing because people think it's an urban myth. But it yeah. is definitely that's a bad. baffling game. Yeah. If someone else is, or if, if you're the last one, you're not carrying on, surely. <laughs> I'd, you'd leave, wouldn't you? No, but then you have to eat the biscuit with everyone else's come on, don't you? Yeah, I, I, that's yeah, the, last so the last one too. Uh, yeah. But would you still? You wouldn't still come on it. Like, we wouldn't come on it and then go, well, I've got, I've got to eat anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well chuck mine in the pot as well. <laughs> well yeah, unless, you know, if you particularly like your own flavour or something, maybe it would mask the flavour of... Uh, oh, uh, that's true. Mate. I don't know. I would you that. rather swallow your own cum or someone else's cum? Oh, definitely my own. See, there you go. Yeah. I have shot myself in the mouth once. 
Anyway, that's not where this was supposed to go. And <laughs> <laughs> that was a lovely time. I, have, it, it I always have this effect on conversations. <laughs> sorry. No, but, sorry, back to the coming on a biscuit. <laughs> you, but surely that is promoting coming quickly. I presume so. Which I later that much in life. When the only thought was it's going to be... It's, horrible. It's a horrible thing and boys of that age really like horrible things. And the peer pressure to get involved in the game would have been... Uh, yeah, it was always done through uh, during prep as well, which is like an hour long. Uh, so it's an hour of where everybody's supposed to be studying. So any excuse to go off the toilet. But <laughs> I, I think it just, just killed time, really. <laughs> oh, my God. No, there's other things, man. <laughs> there are other things. Yeah. You need a, quite a robust biscuit, depending <laughs> on who's, how many of you are playing. Yeah. Shortbread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, rich tea would be rubbish, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'd be soggy. That's, so that's what's called, isn't it? Soggy biscuit. Soggy biscuit. Yes, it is. Yeah, oh, of course, yes. Yeah. So you wouldn't, it wouldn't matter, would it, about the, the integrity of the biscuit? It's called soggy biscuit anyway. I suppose so. I mean, you would want it to, maybe you would want it to collapse halfway through. Oh, God, you want to know it's yeah, scooping like it out. in a tea. Yeah. Oh, God, what an awful... So sorry to anyone listening to this. <laughs> yeah, I lunch. think it's great. I'm discovering loads. It actually happens. Well, these aren't we games don't play that game. Play. No. 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 But they, it... We'd be there for days. <laughs> <laughs> so you could dunk it. Oh, for God's sake. Right, yeah, we can, can edit this as it. well. Um, so, but were you at all boys boarding school? Uh, it was an all-boys boarding school, and they started to accept girls. So there was just about 10% girls and just loads of boys. So, um, yeah, there weren't, there weren't that many girlfriends to go around yeah. uh, in, uh, in that school. So was that like a competition? Who could get a uh, there was, It was fierce competition to, uh, to get a girlfriend, yeah. Absolutely. The girls wow, absolutely man. Absolutely lauded it. They ruled the place. Yeah, I'll bet. Which is all these desperate boys. It's <laughs> <laughs> either a girl or a biscuit, really. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, God. What a choice. There you go. That's going on a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what about your school? Was it, was it a mixed school? No, I went to an all girls secondary school. Oh, oh yeah, Newstead. Newstead Wood. That's it, because we grew up in the same ends, mate. I grew up in Orpington. Yeah. Yeah. That's where my school was. Yeah, man. It is. Yeah, it's it's not, it didn't burn down after I left. I didn't it's like still there. Get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Josie Long went there. That's right, yeah. Um, and Carly Smallman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were in a school play together. Were you? Comedian Central. That's <laughs> cool. It's the hub. <laughs> I've yeah. done really weird jobs. Have you? Yeah. What have you done? I used to work, so I can't talk about it because I had to sign a thing. Oh, right. But um, I used to work with the royal family when they travelled through Heathrow. Airport. No way. I did... I worked for KPMG doing graduate recruitment when I was at university. Oh, wow. They expected people to apply who wanted to, who was maybe studying like, you know, maths or economics or yeah. something, and wanted to go into a career in tax and audit. <laughs> and I applied, and they were like, "It's weird because you're the best candidate, but you're studying drama." Um, but um, but yeah, I've done all sorts of very weird jobs. But I guess. I guess I always, my mum is a strong feminist and she, you know, has always had a really good job. Right. And for a lot of my life, she earned more than my dad. Okay. And so I guess I've always, I always knew that I would be doing something slightly different. And yeah. And slightly away, kind of rebelling from that, things that you're meant to do. Yeah. Um, although I did end up getting married, but now I'm getting divorced, so. Oh, sorry <laughs> to hear that. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
32 wow. and divorced. <laughs> but I think, I think it's really interesting, isn't it? Because stuff like um, getting divorced as a woman mm. is very strange because people assume that um, my husband cheated on me, right. which is not true. No. Or assume that sort of he left me for someone else. Or, yeah. Um, and I find I find that quite funny. Like they sort of always try and search for See that. Like, did else. he? You know, <laughs> did he fuck it up? And actually, we're very Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. Like we're yeah, consciously right. uncoupled. Right. Like actually, did like you know, we just are still friends and realise that we weren't good married. Yeah. So yeah. we're just going to be friends that Same. aren't married yeah. anymore. But I think, yeah, it is, it is funny. Also, I am Catholic, so I just have guilt oh, wow. about everything anyway. Of course you do. I was born yeah. Catholic. Yeah. Oh, wow, how was that? <laughs> that must have been full on. Every time I hear the word Catholic, I just go, okay. Oh, <laughs> dear. Yeah. Well, my, fa my family um, all live in Ireland, so our Irish family is still very religious. Right. And so when I was younger, I was, had confirmation and yeah. chris christening and all of that. Um, but I don't go to church anymore. No. But do, but do you believe in God? Well, well I suppose it's in because I know people that I know people that were they were Jehovah's Witnesses or they were brought up like Catholic or yeah. And even though they're not in the faith anymore, there's still an element of them that still I suppose because the way you've been taught and brought up. Yeah, I a think bit of you. I don't know if I I think there's something yeah. going on, <laughs> but I'm not quite sure no. what it is. <laughs> um, but. Um, no, I don't like follow the teachings of the Bible or anything like that. But no. but then I did get married with a religious vicar. Oh really? Yeah. A Catholic. So weirdly, no. Right. Because he wasn't Catholic. Yeah. And if he's not Catholic, then you have to go oh, to like meetings, and he has oh. to be welcomed <laughs> into the church. It's very complicated. Um, but no, weirdly, that was like left over. Yeah. But I was like. <gasps> I must have a white wedding in a church. <laughs> yeah. And I did. And it was yeah. very expensive. Oh, blimey. Yeah, but you know, it was right at the time. It's a great party. People say, I don't know if people say this to you, if you've been married. Yeah. They always say to me, would you get married again? And I'm always like, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> well, we had the best time. Yeah. yeah it was amazing. The, your yeah. wedding day is so, if I had two, so I had like a smaller wedding and then right. the big one that everyone came to. Because... Um, Sidebar, my dad was dying at the time. Oh, right. I know, okay, so yeah. much goes sorry, on in my mate. life. Um, I'm very open with it all. No, so, yeah, so we had, a, uh, we had a small service and my dad could be there and then we had the big one. Yeah. But so I got two weddings. It was great. Amazing. So, you're, so you mentioned feminism as well. Yes. And obviously that's the last few years. That's, you know, well, when I was growing up, we, you know, feminism has always been around, but obviously when I was growing up, it was... It was sort of in the background. Very few yeah. people really talked about it, you know. And if you met someone who was, like, for want of a better phrase, militant feminist, mm. they're always terrifying women. <laughs> it was just like, oh my god, I'm yeah, I'm gonna go and sit over there because she's frightening. But well, I guess yeah. for a while, all women who knew what they want were terrifying. Yeah. When there was that period of, yeah, you know. In like the fifties, all women were terrifying because we were like, actually no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I I call myself a feminist, and I, you know, I say that in my stand up, and I say that on stage, yeah. I say it in my Twitter bio, yeah. and I say it in Magic Mike, and yeah, okay. um, I think it's funny because some women still 
think of that as a as a dirty word. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and still don't quite understand what that means. You know, I've had women recently say to me, "What actually is feminism?" Right. Because I always hear it, but I don't understand it. And to me, that was quite shocking because I thought that, that was, you know, yeah. everyone knew. But to me, it's about equality. Yes. Um, between the sexes, and I don't, and I don't mean that means we're the same because, um, obviously, like physiologically. We're, of course, we yeah. can be quite different, but um, I think it, we should be treated equally. And oh, absolutely. No yeah, one yeah, should yeah. be made to feel like you're a man, so you can't do that, or you're a woman, yeah. so you can't do that. You can do it if yeah. you want to do it. Um, and but equally, I I support like um, people who are gender fluid and yeah. who are, who um, identify as a woman or a man, even if that you know biologically they wouldn't be called a woman yeah. or a man. Um, and I, and I think it's part it's part of all of that, like just treating people with respect. Yeah, just being a decent human being. Equally, yeah. and are you a yeah, feminist? So. Yes, but I would I wouldn't I wouldn't say I am because I've I've met men before that have said in very in recent years that have that have been very vocal about being feminists, mm. and then it turns out that they're actually the biggest wrongans <laughs> on the planet, and they're just. Like hiding in plain sight, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And so I've got this. I always feel a bit funny about calling myself a feminist, even though. But I do support feminism, mm. and I've said this before. I was described in uh, by the list in Edinburgh last year as a woke feminist geezer. Lovely. So I was like, Hello, mate. I'll take that. Do you think there should be a manism? Um, I don't know about that. I think men. Well, like I've just proven. I'm like I've just said. I'm very reticent to label myself as a feminist. Mm. Maybe I shouldn't. Should be more. I should be more vocal. Going, yeah, I'm a feminist, yeah. and not be not be afraid of that, and not be worried about what I, people, people thinking I'm up to something. So maybe you know, yeah. Should we just be just? I think, about you, Paul. You would you class yourself as a feminist? feminist? I'd, I'd worry that um, people would think that I was just jumping on a bandwagon. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, exactly oh, that. Yeah. yeah. That's going to make you best. Yeah. Almost yeah. Like, oh, it's going to make you popular with girls, isn't it? And say you're a feminist. Exactly. And especially what we do now, because I've not mentioned that I'm a feminist before. Now suddenly I'm going, oh, I'm a feminist. Definitely looks like not only am I am I jumping on the bandwagon, I'm trying to drive it. <laughs> no, I think bloke. own it, own your feminist yeah. state if you actually believe it. Absolutely, and yeah. also actions speak louder than words. So you can say you're a feminist, but do of you act course. like a feminist? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, because it's, it's funny it? on on International Women's Day. People always ask when International Men's oh, Day no. is, yeah. and there is one. Yeah. You guys just don't make a big deal out of it, like we <laughs> do. Because the rest of the time, we we can yeah. just do I what mean, we want. I mean, every day is kind of International <laughs> Men's Day, but there isn't that official International Men's Day. But yeah. you don't like no sort of men's groups. Well, I'm sure some people do, but no one creates any big events. Whereas wow. on International Women's Day, we do because we feel thing. like we want to celebrate it. Yeah. But I always find it funny that so many men say, "When's International Men's Day?" Yeah, yeah. And I it, see do it on Twitter it does all the time. Exist. There's um, there's a comedian who just replies. To Richard Herring. Yeah. Yeah. He's brilliant. And yeah. So on International Women's Day, he just replies to all the tweets that say when's International Men's Day with the date. With the oh, date of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he literally spends the whole day doing yeah. it. That's amazing. <laughs> um, you know, and, and of, I would, you know, that's 
being a feminist, isn't it? Yeah. And <laughs> like supporting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, again, you know, being blissfully unaware that all of this is going on because it's, you know, people talk about, well, I'm not privileged. And they go, well, you are, because you didn't know this shit was going on. Mm. You don't get wolf whistled out of a van. You know, I've been with Jade, we've been walking on the road and someone shouted out of the van, oi fatty. And you don't, I mean, like we've said before, you know, they're just in, they're, they're entertaining their mates. Yeah. They don't realise they've now ruined someone's afternoon. Yeah. And that's not something I've ever had to deal with, you know. So this, having these conversations is, I'm like, holy shit. You're and just, I'm you sure know. that's, you know, happened to her before. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Isn't it awful that's something she has to deal with? Yeah. You've got sons, haven't you? I do. And I've got daughters, so yeah. you become sort of quite woke to that. Sl- uh, yeah. Yeah, when, right. when you've got teenage daughters, yeah. you're suddenly very aware that uh, you know, if, if they're with you or whatever, quite often any the male that you're dealing with, you know, if you're on holiday, uh, renting out some sort of beach yeah. uh, thing, um, is definitely not looking at you at all as he talks to yeah. you. Yeah, he's looking at your daughters. Yeah, right. See that? Well, get, grab yeah. his chin and twist his face back around. <laughs> oh, this appears to have come yeah. off, mate. I do apologise. Yeah, yeah, again, because I've got sons, and it is that. But that someone said to me recently, they go, "Oh, you've got good lads. They're good boys." So you don't realise that. I'm just trying. I, all I did was bring them up, mm. and it's not, now the people go, "No, they're good boys. They don't." They're respectful, they don't do this, they don't do that. So like you say, that's in you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if I was a dickhead, I'm sure they'd be dickheads. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. But have you yeah. ever sat down with your boys and had a chat about how to treat women? Yeah. When my, my youngest had, he came in from school and he, and he showed me his phone. He went, oh, someone sent me this video, it's disgusting. And it was that two girls, one cup, yeah. which I didn't know that's what it was. Mm. I just saw this horrible video. I was like, mate, you, you've got to get that off your phone. So he deleted it and he was like, oh yeah, but everyone does it, everyone, and I'm like, no, 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 and I, was ex- and I sat him down and we had a really good chat. Mm. And then it wasn't too later on, someone else was talking about this video. I went, that was on my son's phone. <laughs> what? Oh, nothing, nothing. Uh, so yeah, we've, we've had the chat about, about that. And they're good, they are good lads. You know that. Well, I'm assuming I'm not with them 24/7. But yeah. as far as I'm aware, yeah. I think we might have to relocate. Sorry. Yeah. That's right. Should have booked it for longer. All right. I talk for days. That's great. Let's unpin the microphones. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So at this point uh, in the podcast, we're overrunning a bit in the space we'd booked. Uh, so we had the entire podcast, wires, mics, headphones, producer, guests, host. We all had to relocate to the restaurant area at the Comedy Central building. Give me down, will you? So we pick back up talking about online trolls. Well, that, that's, it's like with, with again with Jade. I I, I don't I, the messages she gets as opposed to the messages I get, and we both do the same job mm. because she's got a higher profile. Some of the shit she gets. Oh my god, I yeah. get on Magic Mike actually all the messages from the women who've seen the show are just lovely. Yeah. But like yeah, from comedy, I've had emails from. Always seems to be emails from men right. saying that I'm an awful comedian and I should give up, and then also just really rude stuff. Yeah, right. Like filthy and also just horrible. Yeah. In, a, in email form. I don't know why they go to it's the extent formal. of like yeah. seeing me at a gig, then Google me, then go on my website, then get my email address, then send me an email. And does it stay? Dear Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> what? And you're like, oh, what's this going to be? Oh. Yeah, right. oh <laughs> it's thanks, mate. Just abuse. Great. And that's so, I'm not, again, you know, I haven't, had, I haven't had that. You might get the odd. I naively, and this is something that Jade pointed out to me. Uh, I remember being on Instagram and someone, I was just, I was like, I couldn't sleep, it was early in the morning. And then I got a message from a woman that follows me. She's like, oh, I can't sleep. I'm like, ah, you know what it's like. You know. She's like, oh, you like my pictures? I'm like, yeah, you got some really cool stuff. We just had this chat. And then I didn't think any more of it. And then later on, Jade, because Jade's got access to all my social media, so there's no, there's no, no mucking around. There's like everything's out there oh, in the that's open. Nice, yeah. just being open. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with that. And it's one of the, I've said this before. The best thing that I have now is that I can have my phone facing up with the with the sound on, and she can go in my phone, and there's nothing hidden. Not, there's not, nothing to hide. It's, yeah, it's, it's that's amazing. really healthy. Yeah, it's amazing. But that, and it, she went. Rich, this this year, she goes, they're not really asking you how you are. Well, she was just asking me, that, what, at that time of the morning? They're not asking you how you are, you knobhead. <laughs> oh, I didn't think. Because <laughs> it wasn't blatantly, you know, sexual. Yeah. I didn't think about it. But that's the only thing I get. I don't get... I haven't really had anything else, that experience of like, abuse. I've had a, abuse, and then I've also had... Strangely, people opening up to me about right. things that they don't like wouldn't tell their family. Oh wow! And I don't know why that is. I think it might be because I'm so open on stage, but I think yeah. a lot of comedians are. Um, and and I I'm an ambassador for the British Tinnitus Association, and okay. I work with a lot of different charities about things like that. But um, yeah, lots of people seem to message me and like open up about their sexuality oh, wow. or. Um, Must be something that you get a vibe you give off. Yeah, um, and I and I've wondered why that is. Yeah. Like, is it because I'm a woman and I seem 
care. And I, and I'm, you know, I don't mind it at all. No. But is it because I'm a woman and I seem like I'm caring and that I'll listen, or yeah, probably. There is is it because I talk about my own sort of stuff on stage? Yeah. But I think there is something about that. I remember doing an Edinburgh show last year, and I talked about relationships and I talked about. I was very open about having messed around in relationships before. Yeah. And afterwards, I'd get people coming up to me and there was a couple came up they went we're having an affair now this is this is what we're doing and they told me all about it oh wow yeah people like, wow. tell you so much yeah. about their lives and it wasn't even sordid or anything like that it was just so that like, we were with other people but we can't help it we love each other and we're just in this situation now they were telling me all about it and I'm like oh my god so yeah I think if you're honest it kind of attracts yeah honesty which is which is something but I but I mean Tiff Stevenson the other day was talking about on e on, e on eBay, she was selling a pair of shoes, and some bloke had messaged her about oh, it. Yeah. Got the others to sell, and and then she put on Twitter going, she get sort of out with him on Twitter going, look at this disgusting wretch, and other there's a couple of male comments going, well he's just asking about the shoes. Like, no, he could have just bought them, <laughs> like she said, he could just bought them, and then bought the others. Yeah, because he was like, do you have any more shoes? And it doesn't matter how badly yeah. they've been worn. And he was going on about the footbeds, and yeah, yeah, and you're like, mate. And Tiff rightly so was going, no, he's telling me he's fetish. And that's unacceptable. And you go, yeah, that's right. I wouldn't, and I, that wouldn't happen to me. Mm. I don't have that to deal with. And if it did, if it was a woman, I'd, I'd go, I think I'd just shrug it off. It wouldn't be, I wouldn't, do you know what I mean? It wouldn't be seen as, as quite as um, abusive, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Even though it might be, you know, if it was a woman doing that to me, yeah. saying, oh yeah, I want to buy your shoes, have you got more that are doing this? I'd kind of go, oh yeah, whatever. No, no, no. just how it is, it's just how it feels to me, whereas a woman, it's more intrusive. Would that yeah. be right? Well, I think it'd be weird either way, but yeah. I guess we tend to get it more somehow. Yeah. And also, as soon as you're in the public eye, as soon as you're in the public eye, people start telling you what they think of you anyway, and it mm. kind of comes with the job. But I think, as well, women in the public eye seem to get so much more judgment. Yeah, definitely. Um, and Jamila Jamil does a lot about this on her social media, like talking about body image and yeah. um, airbrushing and all those sorts of things, which is really good. But, you know, a lot of female comedians have that I know have you know, done their first appearance on telly, for example, mm. and just got so much abuse about their appearance. Really? And not even based on, you know, them doing their job. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just yeah. saying, like, what they look like. And I yeah. think that's a horrible thing. Yeah, no, That is right. a kind of side effect of what we do, but shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, we get a bit, but again, like Jade, you know, she gets that. She had one the other day on Twitter. Is this the fat cunt from the bingo advert? Yeah. And you're like, like, and the bloke in his bio what? even said, oh, I'm not here to offend. And, like, and, I, and I was like, how dare you? How yeah. dare I, I, I answer the trolls. I go after them. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay's like, no, no, don't matter. No, no, I'm having, I'm having this prick. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, it, again, it's made me realise what a position I'm in as opposed to yeah, a lot of and, women in there. And obviously, so many people are really rude to other people on Twitter but mm. I do think it's more women in the public eye and you know also like female politicians and MPs yeah. get such a like Diane Abbott oh, God, got yeah. so much abuse and not for her politics no it's just personal because of you know what she looks like and 
and you know the way she is on, on TV and and actually it shouldn't be about that should it with anyone it should no. be about the way you do your job exactly yeah if you're good or not at your job and and also whether it's politics or comedy you know so many people tell us I don't think you're funny or I do yeah. think you're funny yeah. Um, and politicians, I don't agree with you or I do agree with you, but you know, we're still doing our job. Yeah. Some people think we're funny and some people agree with those politicians. That's why they're there and that's why we're yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But um, people do voice their opinions a lot, I guess, these days. But, and, and in some ways that's really nice because you can have access to people that you wouldn't before. And you know, if, if you know, like the whole Me Too movement, if mm. people are, are doing bad things, yeah. then we can tell the world it's not like a closed group. But then it also means that people are, are saying nasty things on, on social media and, and you know, yeah. sending abuse that is harassment. Yeah. There's actually a, a campaign called Glitch okay. set up by an ex-MP uh, and she's left politics now which is to end online abuse. Right, yeah. Uh, and, and she looks specifically around the way that women are targeted on social it media. It does seem, un, un, I mean, I know sometimes you'll see that Twitter uh, disabled a, uh, a, a someone's profile for a bit or, yeah. but it doesn't seem, that seems to be it. There doesn't seem to be a lot of policing going on. You, people are able to just say and do whatever they like. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's almost accepted now as oh, that's what Twitter's like. And you're like, no, it shouldn't be like that. It's, it's an open platform where we can all have conversations with each other. Yet there's, I mean, that's what baffles me, the actual trolls that they spend, they seem to spend their days just on there abusing everybody. Oh. I mean, what kind of a person does that? I know, you know? but it's a sort of weird ho hobby, it seems, yeah, yeah, for yeah. them. Like, I, I just think if they could take there was a great example where Sarah Silverman, someone tweeted Sarah Silverman something horrible, and she just replied to them and said, like, are you okay? Oh, yeah, Do you I saw need that. help? Yeah. And he was like, oh, wh why have you picked on me? And he actually did, and then they ended up having this quite intense conversation about, like, how That's difficult it, yeah. that person's life was, and it had all started from him just insulting her. Yeah. And you do think, like, if the people who do that, why are they doing that? And if they could channel all that energy into doing something else, they could probably do amazing They'd things. smash it. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, yeah, where, where have we? Where does that come from? Yeah. In like our current culture of society, that people I suppose it's easy, obviously it? yeah. get a rush. Mm. They must do from insulting people that they don't yeah. know. And the attention. Yeah. That they get from that. Yeah. Bananas, absolutely doing bananas. doing it anonymously. Yeah. And do you feel it's become more intense since doing Magic Mike? That sort of thing. Um, well, actually, Magic Mike's quite nice because the majority of the audience are women and it's yeah. quite like a show about yeah, right. women sticking together. So I tend to only get messages from women who liked the show. Yeah. <laughs> no one's actually oh, that's fair enough. touch wood. No one's messaged me saying, you were awful in yeah, Magic yeah, Mike yeah. yet. So it's funny about about the Louis C.K. thing, and we've talked about this before. When I, I I tweeted it when he when he came back and was doing and it was reported that yeah. he'd been doing gigs, and I tweeted something like, you know, I'm all for uh, forgiveness and and you know retro, um, you know redemption and things yeah. like that. But he's only been ten months. I think he's taking a piss. It was something like that. 
and the amount of messages I got from other comics and, and a lot of women, there was a lot of women commenting going, oh, these women are oh, boo-hoo, so someone wanked in front of you, so what? You know, which surprised me. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, you know. I think that's, it's a strange thing because people would assume that, you know, if there's female victims, mm. you know, being wanked at at work, no one should have to go through. No. Whether you're a comedian or an accountant or, no. you know, and, but equally the other way around, like, you know, as a guy yeah. being wanked at by a woman at work, you shouldn't have to go through that either. No, of course not. Um, but I think it's a weird one when it's in art because people would say, a lot of people seem to say that he's a brilliant comedian. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So it, somehow that would make it okay, and obviously it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think the Louis C.K. thing is such, a, is such an odd one, and I never met him, and I haven't oh. spoken personally to any of the, the people no. who were involved. So in these instances, I think it's quite hard to comment, isn't it, when you're not directly related? But yeah, that shouldn't happen. No. Like, so putting him straight back into, if it's been proven that happened, then putting, the, or, or loads of women came forward, you know, putting him straight back into a situation where he could do that again. Yeah. You know, with any crime, you just wouldn't do that. No. It doesn't matter that you might like his jokes. Yeah, exactly Watch them that, on yeah. DVD if you want, in the quiet of your own yeah. home with no other people around. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just think, yeah, if someone had robbed a jewellery shop ten months earlier, you yeah. wouldn't then put Give them alone them in, in the, the jewellery jo shop. <laughs> no matter if they loved jewellery and were really good. <laughs> really good at it. Had a really good eye for diamonds. <laughs> like, yeah. and I just think it's such a crazy thing. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, there are, there are, I, I'm talking about like female solidarity on Magic Mike, but there are a lot of women who would say that they're not feminists. Yeah. And, you know, quite often I have debates with them on the radio specifically yeah, because right. I say I'm a feminist and someone else says they're not a feminist. And, you know, there are a lot of, of women who don't agree with, you know, the Me Too movement. Really? Or, or criticise it. Mm. Um, in my experience, the majority of women are supportive of it, as yeah. am I. But you know, it, I think it's not—it's not always a gender thing as well. It's just down to the individual, individual isn't it? Individual, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think if a crime's been committed, then yeah. Well, that was it because he admitted it, didn't he? That yeah. He, he in his statement, he's saying, "Yeah, this is what I did. I abused my power." And, yeah. And it, you know, and, it's, and that women yeah. came forward. He confessed, like yeah. That's a that's a crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And it's, that has been yeah. proven. It's not. Also, I think obviously so many women come forward and aren't believed. Yeah. First. Like, well, yes. You know, rather yeah. than let's take this seriously, um, it's, a lot of the time it's straight away, no, they must be lying. Yeah. Um, there was, there was... Um, like the, yeah. the court cool. case in America with the judge. Which one was Kavanaugh. that? Is that oh, his name? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know, everyone assumed that the women were lying because they wanted to ruin his reputation mm. rather than actually thinking, this is a, a terrible thing if it happened, so someone to come forward takes a lot of guts yeah, and of bravery, so we need to give them, you know, the respect that yeah. them coming forward deserves, and 
and then actually look into it. But everyone just criticised, you know, her for lying straight off the bat and didn't even really consider what she had to say. And I think, you know, a lot of the Me Too movement is is part of that. Just women standing together and saying, this sort of thing does happen. Yeah. And it takes a lot to come forward, and so we support the people that are coming forward. Yeah. Um, you know, male and female. Yeah, of course. Cool. Well, it's that. Even now, we. I mean, I don't know if you're probably aware of it as well. There's a few. There's a couple of people in our industry that are, they've, they've got away with it, but we know that they've done some horrible things to women. Yeah. And are now, there's one in particular that's acting like he's the new messiah. And you're like, mate, really? Yeah, he's growing a beard and everything and he's spouting off on Twitter all the time about respect and things like that. And you go, pack it in, mate. So there's still still work to be done. Absolutely, and and there are, you know, it's like all these things, you know, the Kevin Spacey allegations and everything all start with rumours. Yeah. And when you're in the industry, you start hearing them. Yeah. And then I think it's about, you know, when people do come forward, like supporting them as much as you can or like helping. It's, it's such a difficult thing, isn't it? And it's so difficult to prove this stuff as well, especially yeah. if it's historic. So. I think what's been great about the Me Too movement is that the people who've done those things are scared, yeah. and they should be, yeah, because yeah, they yeah. shouldn't have done those things in the first place. And, and you know, when people talk about, oh, you know, yes. we can't do anything anymore, um, there's a great MASH report sketch with, with Rachel yes, Paris, yes, yes, where yes. she says to Nish, uh, if you give me a bunch of flowers, that's fine. Just don't put your dick in the flowers. <laughs> and I think it's so true. Like, yeah. you you can be nice to people of, of a different yeah. gender or um, people that you fancy, even yep. if they're the same gender, but just be respectful. Yeah, exactly. Don't yeah. put your dick in a bunch of flowers. Well, I say a similar thing in my stand-up, in my show last year. It was that. It was like talking to men, going, look, you know, men are saying you can't flirt with women now, you can't talk to women. I'm like, yeah, you can, but just ask yourself this. When you're talking to a woman, is your cock out? Yeah. So it's, it's you know, I haven't read all the pamphlets, but I'm pretty sure you're doing <laughs> it wrong. That's pretty the main That's it. Point. You know, and, uh, well, Idris Elba said the same thing. He said that the Me Too movement is only a problem to people with something to hide. Yes. And that's true. And then, you know, which is, again, why I wanted to have these conversations. Because mm. even though, again, my behaviour in the past hasn't been great, it hasn't been anything on that level. Yeah. You know, never never done anything with anyone that wasn't, you know, consensual. Mm. And I think, you know, that's why I'm, I'm interested in these chats. And I think you know. also you and Idris, I'm going to put you in the same box with Idris. I'll Elba. take that, mate. Um, you know, talking about this stuff and saying yeah, yeah. to, you know, other guys is, is great. Exactly because, that, yeah. And, and so important. Yeah. Because I think sometimes, I think... I mean, some of the time, anything to do with women now is labelled as part of Me Too. You know, people always ask me to do with Magic Mike about Me Too and Mm. is it male objectification? And in my opinion, it totally isn't. And I think anyone who comes to see the show would know that it isn't. Um, But a lot of people comment on it without seeing the show. Um, And I think labelling anything female as Me Too is sometimes detrimental to the actual Me Too cause and campaign. But then equally, I do think sometimes men 
um, you know, that I know can feel like left out and like there might not be a role for them. Yeah. But there absolutely is, and I think, yeah, supporting yeah. Well, that, stuff yeah. like saying to your, you know, even just guys having conversations with their guy friends yeah. about this stuff and like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, don't get your dick out and then. Yeah. And there is that, that and I mean, I've been guilty of saying this as well, you know, well, it's not all men. You go, no, it's not all men. No. And, and there will be some men that are probably, they haven't done anything, but they feel that they got at now. They're going, oh, all men are animals, all men are monsters. And so there's that middle ground of men that are going, oh, I don't know what to do. It's mm. a mindful. I'm not very good at talking to people anyway. And now I feel, I'm worried that anything yeah. I do is going to be seen as mm. me being a monster. So this is, again, this is why these conversations are important to say that we get it. It's not, it's not you. Uh, that doesn't, you know, we're not saying, we're not talking about you. Carry on doing what you're doing. You know, you, you, don't, you don't get a badge, I'm afraid, yeah. for not being a sexual deviant. <laughs> but well done. You still but carry also, on. Obviously, there's loads of lovely men. Some yeah, of my yeah, best yeah, yeah. friends are men. I was married to one. <laughs> um, but I think it's, um, I've, what I'd say is, isn't it better to be overthinking yes. everything for yeah. a while yeah, until yeah, yeah. we all get to grips with it? than be doing things that are wrong and will offend and, yeah. you know, are a harassment and will affect people's lives ongoing. Yeah, I think if we, yeah, we're all, we're all overthinking for a while, but then we're gonna get to a place It'll where- all level out. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, not yeah, horrible yeah. to each other and we don't <laughs> abuse each other and wouldn't that be wonderful? It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm looking so forward to that. a bit of overthinking, I think, is worth it. Yeah. This massive overcorrection is much needed. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, as long as you, you know, if you're already great, you'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let's weed Just out the stick monsters, to what you're mate. doing if you're already great. <laughs> well, this has been lovely. Thank you for coming down. Thanks. Really appreciate the chat. And, yeah, good um, chat. It's been great. Thanks. Thank you very much. Produced by Paul Daniels at pauldaniels.tv. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.